Welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast where we believe a website with a clear message, it never confuses, it beats the competition, and it grows your business. I am your host, Sam Moss. You know, sometimes as a business owner, we might second guess ourselves about whether we are doing the right thing with our business. You know, I've been there and I'm, I'm sure you have as well. And maybe a few years into it, you might say to yourself, is this really what I've meant to do? And th- is this my purpose in life? Um, so today on the podcast, I sat down with Mike Flynn of The Impact Entrepreneur to talk about the four things you need to master in your life. So one, you can free your potential. Two, you can find meaning. And three, you can live your life on purpose. You know, I really enjoyed this talk with Mike and I think this will really help you uh, step back and evaluate your life. And that's in a good way as well. So here's my conversation with the impact entrepreneur, Mike Flynn. Mike, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on Small Business Made Simple. Um, It is an honor to have you here today. And uh, again, I appreciate your time, man. Man, it is so uh, such a blessing to be with you today on, you know, this 20th day of December, a few days before Christmas, where we have much to celebrate uh, and to ponder as we conclude the year of 2019. That is so true. Can you share, Mike, um, a little bit about yourself? So, you know, how you got started in what you're doing in your business and in the, in the as the impact entrepreneur. And then, you know, just share what got you to where you are today for a little for a, a couple minutes here. Yeah, sure. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. Um, I've only launched the the impact entrepreneur platform uh, in the last, you know, three and a half, almost four years. I started it in 2015. Um, I'm still doing my day job, which is as a financial advisor with our family firm, Flynn Wall Strategies. But my real, my, my passion, my, what drives me each and every day is to help other people remember the truth that dwells within them. Remember that they possess everything that they need right now, wherever they're at to succeed and fulfill their God-given potential in every area of life right where they're at. They don't need another course. They don't need another uh, certificate. They have everything that they need. And Mm -hmm. it's about diving in and going within and drawing out that potential from them. And then armed with that power, armed with that slingshot, if you will, uh, then they can go out into the world and they'll, they'll be able to access all of the tools and resources that will enhance what they're already capable of doing and becoming in this world because they've mastered who they are, what their community is, what their gifts are, what kind of actions to take, etc. Mm-hmm. I love it. Can you share what it, what it means and what it looks like for a business owner to have passion. You know, that's something that you have really wrapped yourself around and started pushing is that passion as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as individuals. So can you share what does that actually look like? Um, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about the word passion or the advice, follow your passion, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's bad advice in general and it's everywhere. <laughs> in fact, um, Harvard just recently came out with a study that said instead of pursuing your your passion, 
pursue your purpose. And I actually don't think that that's right either. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I think that they don't understand either what what passion means. So if you are if you have a proper understanding of what you're passionate about because you understand what the word passion means and the origin of the word passion, then your purpose and everything else about it is going to become more clear. The two are kind of synonymous and and interchangeable from my perspective. So the word passion literally means the willingness to suffer for something. Mm -hmm. And so what that looks like in business is doing something that you are willing to toil over and labor in even if you don't see the fruit of all of that labor. If you can answer yes to that, then you might be on to something, right? Then you might have a clue of what you are here to facilitate, which is really what purpose is. The purpose of anything is to facilitate something, right? People spend too much time asking the question, what is my purpose? It's too big of a question. Instead, you can look at the moment that you're in, the place that you're in, the relationships that you're in, and you can ask yourself, what am I here to facilitate? But you need to understand what you are willing to suffer for in order to answer, what am I here to facilitate? Because there are certainly things that you're not going to be willing to suffer for and therefore not going to facilitate. So how can we figure out, you know, and narrow down what those you know, maybe the top three things that we should really dive into or look into as a business owner that we would facilitate. So let's say we haven't started a business yet and we are kind of looking into ourselves and saying, you know, this is kind of what I want to do. This is something I'm passionate about. Whereas business owners or entrepreneurs, can we kind of dissect something and know, all right, this is something I can facilitate? Sure. So I think that, um, first of all, it's going to require patience. And it's, we live in this instant gratification world where, we want solutions immediately. You know, I've been, you know, frustrated today because I've been literally since eight o'clock this morning trying to deal with a, a client issue and have been passionately trying to find a resolution and <laughs> yeah. figure out a way to communicate that. Would I have liked it to happen immediately at eight ten this morning? Yes. Okay, but I've been toiling around trying to resolve this thing in the in in a situation that makes everybody win, right? And so I, I believe I'm on the finish line there. We'll see what happens. So it's going to require patience. It's also going to require people doing things that are incredibly uncomfortable. They they want... What, what you're going to have to do in order to facilitate this is actually get quiet and do some deep personal reflection and work. The The word reflection literally means to bend back or direct light or heat onto something. So in my book, Master the Key, A Story to Free Your Potential, Find Meaning, and Live Life on Purpose, I teach through the power of story in in a parable format, the four elements that you need that you already put to, to, to unlock, to put back together the key that you already possess. Each and every one of us already possesses the key that we need to free our potential, find meaning, and live life on purpose. But because of this world that we live in, oftentimes that key ends up getting shattered and it's up to us to go back in 
and find it. So if you'd like, I can kind of run through what those four elements are and in, sh in, a, in a synopsis kind of a format, and we can dive in wherever you want. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and do that. So the first piece of the key is story. In order to really begin to free your potential, find meaning and live life on purpose, you need to master your story. And this is so critical because more often than not, our passion and our purpose meet up with some sort of pain that we experience, whether it's loneliness or weight loss or, um, you know, a financial crisis or a relationship crisis. Oftentimes we discover our purpose. We discover our passion at a point of great pain. And so the analogy that the janitor uses in this, in this piece of the, of the story, uh, which is the story piece, he takes Steve, the main character, down into a wine cellar and teaches him the process of making wine, of that mm -hmm. substance that we pour into a glass, hold up, enjoy together, and toast each other with. And if you were that grape, you would not want to be that grape because that grape <laughs> is stretched, it's pulled, it eventually is cut, it's then crushed, and then it's, you know, shoved into a barrel and it's fermented for months and years and then it's shoved into another bottle and it's fermented and laid down for another period of time and then ultimately it's poured out into a glass but the fruit of our adversity is just like that and so we need to go through our life and and ask ourselves through using the power of reflection where we can intentionally direct the light or heat onto those moments of our life of adversity, we can decide to control the energy and direct how we take that hard challenge and we turn it around into something that can be done for good in the world in the service of others. Step two is, uh, so it's the first piece is master your story. The second piece mm -hmm. is master your gifts. Okay. Giftedness is such a tricky thing. People believe that they don't have any gifts because we often associate our giftedness with value or sense of worth or status or achievement. You know, I'm so-and-so is gifted and we recognize that because we say that they're talented. He or she is a talented athlete. He or she is a talented speaker, singer, businessman. What happens if that person loses their ability to play the sport? play the instrument, run the business. Are they no longer gifted? No, they've merely lost a way to express their giftedness. Our, mm. giftedness, our giftedness is timeless, it's inherent, and it's immeasurable. But it's also up to us to decide how, when, and where we express that gift. If the violinist loses her ability to play the violin, does she lose her gift? The answer is no. But it's up to her to determine what her actual gift is. And then the story, the, the violinist, Chaz, discovers that her actual gift is the ability to unite people and, and heal people through music. But if she lost the ability to play the violin, which she did at one point, she would now understand that her core gift 
what she's here to facilitate is healing, joy, unity. And that's, that's where her giftedness lies. And so armed with a greater understanding of your story, armed with a greater understanding of your giftedness, now you are able to take action in a profoundly refreshing and new way, a way that you've never acted before. You're able to act boldly with courage because you've separated yourself from the pursuit of status and achievement. You are no longer chained to those things. And that's so important in this entrepreneurial world that we live in today, where so much of what we see, hear, and read about is chained to some sort of an outcome, right? I'm successful if I achieve X, Y, or Z. Um, we all suffer for that from that. Yeah. But armed with a, an ownership of your story, your giftedness, and the ability to answer three questions, what's at stake, why does it matter, and when does it become real, you will be able to take action in a way that will have a game-changing impact, not just in your life, but in every single person that you encounter. Because what we come to know in this process is that no matter what we are doing, we are always taking action, even if we stay put. The story that that Fidel, the character, teaches Steve or talks to Steve about is the story of Ernest Shackleton, who was a, a early explorer in the world. He was when they were still charting the map, uh, charting the world, uh, mapping the world using charts. You know, he sailed down to Antarctica and he got stuck in the ice with his twenty-eight crewmen. Had they stayed there, they would have all perished. But be, but they ultimately they didn't perish, and they kept moving. And all 28 crew members ended up surviving, right? They knew what was yeah. at stake. They knew why it mattered. And they knew that the ice breaking, even though that uh, the, the ice flows that they were stuck on were solid and, you know, and, and in one case they were there for four months, they knew that eventually the ice would break and therefore it was real right now. And they had to be ready all the time. It's the same mm -hmm. thing with us. You know, if you go to Starbucks, you decide to go to Starbucks. That coffee is real the moment you make the decision to go to Starbucks. Okay. Um, that's a really trivial example, but it still is real. No. The moment <laughs> that you decide to, to have a conversation, a difficult conversation with somebody, that conversation mm -hmm. becomes real. And then you're yeah. able to play around with those questions. What's at stake and why does it matter? I'll be back with the rest of my interview with Mike in just a moment. Have you ever been to a website that just totally confused you and lost your interest so quickly? You know, at One Click Agency, we see this every single day. And whether the website has way too many words or it's just too tough to navigate, we have seen it all. So what we have found is after seeing hundreds of websites a year is that pretty much every business is making the same five mistakes on their website. So what we did to help correct this is we wrote a PDF that we are giving away for free to help you correct those mistakes at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. See, if you're making one of these five mistakes, they are really easy to fix. They don't take long at all to find either. This is foundational and basic stuff for your website. And if your business is making one of these five mistakes, chances are you have potential customers leaving your website without you even knowing it. Now, do you want people visiting your website to engage with your business? 
Check to see if you're making any of these five mistakes on your own website by going to oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. It's free. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And that's where I'll explain what they are and how you can fix them all on your own. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. So mm-hmm. armed with those three things now, those three pieces, you are now ready to put the final piece of the key together. And that key is community. And we know that community is the ultimate accelerant to growth and success and fulfillment. But oftentimes we find ourselves in environments that may be safe, you know, but the people that we allow into that environment aren't. So in other words, Mm -hmm. our environment matters, but who we allow into our environment matters more. A great example of that is in the, in the book, um, the, the character of Bill Cooper teaches this cast of characters, shares a story about when he was a kid, he came home from camping with his grandfather and they got home at 10 o'clock at night. It was a hot night and they get his grandfather's laying them down on their bed and there's spiders all over their bed. And they're getting bit by the spiders and and the grandfather picks up the room and cleans it and vacuums it and puts it back into order. And then he looks at these these two grand, his two grandsons and says, boys, if you don't want to get bit by spiders, don't create a habitat for them to live in. And Mm -hmm. they they were safe. They were safe, right? It was their house, but their environment was safe, but they created a space for spiders to move in to that safe space space. And we all do, we do that in our own life as well. So we need to remove that kind of clutter. So how do you know how to do that? Well, you also look at three things. You look at, are the people that are in my, make up my community, are they wildly curious about my success as much as their own? Are they eager to collaborate with me? And through the process of effectively uh, being curious about me and collaborating with me, have they earned the ability and shown the courage to correct me in love when I veer off course? If you have mm-hmm. those three things in the community that you are in, you are winning big time. And I I really love that last point. I would love to dive into the community because I think as as people and even business owners, it is so easy to get entrapped with, unfortunately, some of the people or spiders is, you know, in the book that are around us. And can you really just walk us through some um, life tips, I guess is a good way to put it. When there is a negative Nelly or someone that really isn't answering one of those three, three questions in your community, what do you do from that point? And I know it is extremely hard, but what do you do at that point? And how do you go about removing them and solidifying the community that is around you? You have to It'll be when you do those 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 first three steps the the mm-hmm. mastering the story the the gifts and the action it will become easier not easy but easier to to identify first and then remove the the people in your life yeah. that are not there for you that are mm-hmm. taking from you that you are giving to and not receiving from that are purely 
curious about their success and they're trying to, you know, you, you already intuitively know who those people are. You feel mm -hmm. the people. It's a gut instinct. And the reality is that you have to have a certain level of self-respect and ability to not care what other people think. Because, yeah. you know, the, one of the greatest inhibitors to, to bringing about an ending to that kind of a, to a negative relationship is not wanting to hurt the other person. Because if you're feeling that way, generally you're a higher, you're a high empathy scoring person. Mm -hmm. And so if you score high with empathy, you are going to have a more difficult time getting rid of the negative Nancy's the the naysayers and the spiders. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, when you do the stuff that, uh, the first three steps. I, that's why the first three steps are so critical. And why you have to follow one, each one leads into the other. It will become that much easier to clean out the mess. There's a great book by Dr. Henry Cloud called Necessary Endings, which where he talks about this because there are sometimes relationships that may seem healthy, but they're taking away from the healthiest ones, and those mm -hmm. are the most difficult to to break free from because they're they're good but you have to have the ability to say as somebody told me once you have to have the ability to say no to good things so you can say yes to great things mm -hmm. so when a business owner has already started out so let's say they have a business for 5 to 10 years and they haven't really gone through the four steps that you you've laid out for us and they're they're stuck is that a point where they should continue to push forward almost like in your action where, you know, they were stuck on the, the iceberg or in Antarctica where they should continue to push forward or should they make a change in their life if that's not really their story and they didn't really look into everything that they should have? How would you address that? Well, I think that you, you have to follow this process in order to be able to answer that question. Mm -hmm. And, and there are, it, it's gotta be, You've you've got to continue pushing forward, but you you people that are stuck need to break the pattern that they're in um, mm -hmm. that's keeping them stuck. And, and one of the best ways to do that is to do something that is physically and mentally challenging at the same time. Okay, for me that's CrossFit. I do CrossFit because it is so mentally and physically challenging, and it requires me to bring all of my focus my awareness and my attention together like a three cord rope. And as a result of that, that intense physical and mental effort, I am now able to have all of these neuro pathways and science has proven this, that you can, that you do these kinds of physical activities that require your full mental and physical focus that new neural pathways will start firing in your brain that give way to new creative opportunities and new insights about where you are, what you're capable of, uh, in particular, because you didn't die while doing that hard thing. You know, um, David, uh, Malcolm Gladwell talks about this in his book, David and Goliath, and he refers to it as near misses, right? The more often you could put yourself in near misses, the more courageous you will become. And you know, I don't know if you've ever done a CrossFit workout, but those are near I misses. Have, every and I wanted time. to die. <laughs> <laughs> You're like near misses every single time, practically. You yeah. know, so um, so you you become 
more effective. You feel more efficacious. Dr. Albert Brandura talks about self-efficacy. You need, we all need to remind ourselves that we are capable of producing a desired result. And it begins by taking control of our physical environment. When we have unlocked the key to our success, so we've, you know, we mastered our story, we've mastered our gifts, we've taken action. And lastly, we now have that community. Um, how can the passion that we now have, lastly, just rub off on those that are around us? So we, like I said, we have mastered your story, you've mastered your gifts, we've gone through every single step in your book, and we've unlocked the key to success. How can we rub that off on those around us? Because we now have that community that we've built and we want to impact them because we have a new passion for life. I think that um, the more you work this process, the less mm -hmm. the less you ask uh, questions about purpose and passion because you just are. It becomes you, right? There's this great saint in the Catholic tradition named St. Catherine of Siena, and she says that when you become who God created you to be, you will set the world ablaze. A fire doesn't know it's a fire. It just is, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so when we follow this process and live it, we will just be it. And, and you'll know that you are being it when your relationships are thriving, when, when people are asking you, how are you doing all of the things that you're doing? Why are you doing all of those things that you're doing? And you have an immediate answer and you can say it with confidence and grace and generosity and abundance. And you're not thinking about what's in it for me. You're thinking about yeah. what's in it for others. And that is just a natural byproduct of working in the process and becoming stronger in it. It's not like you're going to do this one time and all of a sudden you're going to be an expert at this. There will be times where you will fail at it. But the point is that you have to continue getting back up, dusting yourself off. And trying it again over and over and over throughout our life. I love it. Mike, thank you so much for being on uh, the podcast today. It has been really awesome to kind of walk through your book and really learn, you know, how we can unlock that key to success and become better business owners, better entrepreneurs, and overall just better people. I mean, whoever is listening to this, this is something that you can apply to your life, no matter what you do. And Mike, can you just share where we can find out more about you, your book, um, your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So um, bittersweet news, I my last episode of my podcast in its current form, the Impact Entrepreneur Show, was 195 because I had to follow through with my own cooking, right? I had to eat my own cooking. And mm -hmm. there are some, there were some things that in my own story that needed to be pruned and that I needed to create space for, because even though the show was healthy, what I feel called to do, uh, I had to prune that healthy bud in order to create space mm -hmm. for the, the bud that might blossom into the most beautiful. Well, I'm glad to see that you're living that, that you are actually walking through exactly what you've written out and talked to us about today. That's so, awesome. So, but there are 195 episodes that people can go back <laughs> and listen to, um, and they will okay. be there. Um, and, and they can interact with me on the impact entrepreneur.net is my website. Um, it will be going through a revamp in the near future, uh, as I uh, focus more on speaking and writing and things of that nature. But that I'm my personal brand is the impact entrepreneur because I am my why I am here. My purpose is to have a game changing impact in the lives of others, to reach into their heart and remind them of who they are created to be and that they already possess 
what they need to become who they are created to be. And so the impactentrepreneur.net is the website. My book, Master the Key, a story to free your potential. Find Meaning and Live Life on Purpose is available on Amazon and iBooks and iTunes and uh, Audible. Um, and uh, it's a it's it's got a workbook built into it. Um, so you can, af after the, each of the four parts, you will be able to engage with some questions that I will help that. you draw out the truth that dwells within you. Great stuff, right? Really makes you sit back and just think about how you can master those keys in your own life. Not only will this help you grow as an individual, it will impact your business, your relationship, relationships, and really everyone around you. So to find out more about Mike, which I highly recommend you do, be sure to visit theimpactentrepreneur.net. So that's www.theimpactentrepreneur.net. And if you'd like to be among the first to receive my next podcast when it releases, be sure to subscribe to the show um, on whatever platform you're listening on. And in closing, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review for the podcast. It would be a huge help to get this out to more people so they can hear it as well. You guys are awesome. And thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, beats the competition, and grows your business.